You bet. And we won't have to necessarily talking about these slides specifically, but you know, the story generally, you know, starting out, this, this is something of analysis we did for uh, investors looking at the Pacific Northwest. And we're very bullish about both the Pacific Northwest and those places with highly productive ground, good long-term irrigation prospects. Uh, generally, you know, there's there's several pillars around this. One is the increasing demand, not just for food and quantity over the next uh, 30 to 50 years, but also the, the quality of the food, uh, that it's, it's more higher value product demand. So things like fruit and vegetables, uh, organically raised in many cases, uh, you know, not just the commodity grains, the, the corn, wheat, and rice, for example. If people are improving their incomes. They want to move up that uh, quality chain. Um, that combined with decreasing water availability for numerous reasons in places like California, where I believe it's about two-thirds of our uh, fruits and vegetables are currently grown in the U.S., that's that's going to tighten the uh, supply of the type of farm ground that can supply that, and it's it's going to then move out into other areas that are perhaps second best in California originally, but they're next in line in terms of being able to supply uh, that, that sort of land and to be able to grow the the, the high the high value crops in fruit and vegetables. Yeah, I agree. We definitely uh, focus on uh, where where there are new opportunities in agriculture and you know changes in both in the marketplace and in, and, and the physical geography of these areas have made uh, more opportunities in areas, uh, in increasing areas broadly, broadening within California, but also um, in other states where some of the specialty crops have, have not been grown in such scale. Um, you know, we, we look at a lot of different data to look at where uh, and what's the right places and crops to grow. And, you know, we look at things like climate data. And if you look at a uh, 50-year climate data, which is often the norm or 40-year, uh, you get one thing. But then you start looking at more recent data. You look at the last 15 years, 20 years, um, and you see a really different picture. So it's really important to look at the freshness of of uh, things like weather data, economic data, to 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 be on more on that leading trend and see where those opportunities are, um, so you can spot those earlier on and and uh, make good investment advice to to your clients. And I shouldn't pick entirely on California either. There's other areas that you only have water restrictions. For example, Kevin's done some excellent work looking at the Mississippi Delta region. Uh, a very highly productive ground has had very ample water supplies in the past, but their groundwater, their well water supplies in some very select areas may be limited going forward. So you know, that may have been a candidate for some of these uh, fruits and vegetables to move into. At the same time, they may be challenged going forward in those very specific geographies just to continue producing what they are now in rice and soybeans. 
Exactly, Matt. And I think one of the things that we, we talk about at Scythe and Spade often is if, uh, you know, if there's restrictions on a particular agricultural site, whether they be water or other pieces, uh, it doesn't mean it's, it's, it's a no-go uh, forward. It just means that that property needs to be priced right for folks to be able to do uh, a long-term sustainable investment on that property. And so one of the things we try to do is help define um, where that opportunity is on a property. Um, you know, if, if it is a uh, below average uh, performing farm for yields, then if it's priced right, it can be a, it can be a really good investment over time.